Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. This Mother's Day, celebrate the extraordinary women in your life with a heartfelt gift from Blue Nile. Whether it's for your mom, a mother figure, or yourself as a mom, find that perfect piece to express your love and appreciation. Explore Blue Nile's exquisite pearls and mesmerizing gemstones that she's sure to love. Enjoy fast shipping options like guaranteed free shipping and returns. Make this Mother's Day unforgettable with a piece from Blue Nile. Right now, get up to 50% off at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. You're invited. Join Bloomies in the Mosaic District for an art stroll on Saturday, June 18th from 11 a.m. to 2 p.m. and shop one-of-a-kind art by local artists. Pop by with your family and friends to also enjoy Bites by Colada Shop. And watch Chalk Riot in action as they paint the sidewalk murals in front of our store. Plus, get store-wide savings during our Buy More, Save More event. See you there. What are you plugging in there? I'm plugging in my 12-volt car battery to wake my vagina up. Yvette and Glenn... Expecting that to start the show. Yeah, <laughs> it has been asleep for a while. <laughs> Podcast 65, everybody. Yeah. How are we all? Oh, it's so good to be here after the week we've had. Oh, and what a week it was. What, eh? what a, a week, week it was. It's been. You're right, mother. You can speak. <laughs> Say hello. You're live on air. <laughs> Hello, hello. We're it's, back in Droylston. We are yes. back in Droylston. We can't keep away, can I we? I know. I'm surprised we're allowed back in it, because I'm pretty sure they're going to start roadblocks. Well, it's like Hotel California, isn't it? You can check out, but you can never yeah, leave. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. How are you, Glenn? I'm very well, thank you. Would you like to declare officially the podcast open? Oh, go on then, please. Okay. We can't open it until you bring out your cheesy balls and give me a good fingering. Uh, well, I would love to do that. Uh, and you might want to be in here for this. Mum, stop cleaning up, please. Come on. Come in here, quickly. She can't. She can't help herself, can she? She's actually sat on a tablecloth. (laughs) She rolled it up. Saves her eyes. Saves her eyes. Sit you down, lass. (laughs) And feast your eyes on these. Unexpected item in the bagging area. Oh, my God. Dairy milk white. Fingers, go on, mother. You can do the honours and open chocolate them fingers. Up. And I don't have any cheesy balls this week. Oh. I've cleaned them. Uh, I do. <laughs> oh, no, but so. I do have something that once you pop, you cannot stop. <gasps> I love them. Pringles, everybody. Yay! Yes. Can I just say about That's the? Li- yeah, but can I just say about the Pringles lie? I'm opening. You ready? Ready? Hang on. Hang on. Oh yes, there it is. Yeah. Yeah. Can I, yeah, but can I just say about the Pringles lie? Go on. Why? Right. What's their slogan? Once, Once you pop, pop you, you can't, can't stop. stop. So why do they give you a resealable lid? Uh, I like it. If they it. truly stood by their slogan, 
they'd say you don't need a resealable lid because once you pop you can't, you can't stop, you can't stop. That's someone doesn't believe in their own PR exercise <laughs> yeah. you're right you've clocked something there anybody like gonna it. have a have one well I'll have the first one you have you're the going first one you gonna have one you know you mm. want to how, many, how, many, how, how much can you put in your mouth, Mary? I could probably put an awful lot. Uh, the whole tube? Yeah. <laughs> Agnes, come on, move your teeth and have she, one of them. She could put a whole section of Dungeons and Dragons in her mouth. Thank you. Oh. 16 inches, I could probably manage it. Did you just say that? 16 inches? Good God, girl. Did you just say you go, girl, then? Sorry? Never mind. Um, <laughs> no. How was your day? How was your day oh my goodness me well first of all let's just say we like you said we are in droylston we're mm-hmm. all sat around my mother's dining room table complete with beautiful embroidered <laughs> uh, tablecloth uh, looks like it came from an indian restaurant it, it does angela <laughs> and agnes are sat at one end mm-hmm. uh enjoying the well you've enjoying a finger mother oh, yeah. and you're enjoying a nice a nice prinkle. Mm-hmm. Mary's with us yet again for Hello. another episode. 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 A beautiful, gorgeous co-host of, of of mine is the lovely Glenneth. Hello there. And my beautiful husband to my right is Carlos. <laughs> you actually forgot my name then. There is there <laughs> so many names to on. remember there wasn't there. There is. <laughs> There was a space. There was a, there was a, a, a hesitation. I tell you, there was because I was thinking, oh gosh, have I actually introduced myself? That's what was going through my head as I was saying. So you were thinking of yourself before me. I that's, was. That's a, that's a well, ingredient for a good marriage. Bit, yeah. And uh, opposite me is my fantastically supremely talented co-host Yvette Fondling. Oh yeah, absolutely. <laughs> or you can call me Betty. Betty. Yeah. Betty. Ooh, Betty. Betty. That's what my mum calls there. me. Oh, that's interesting. Has the cat done a whoopsie in the kitchen? In the kitchen. Ah, oh, I see Mary's going blank again. Like what? <laughs> What the hell are you talking about? Wait, is it something to do with Betty Boop? No. no. What do, was what was the name of his daughter? Jessica. Yeah, Jessica. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> really bad impression. <laughs> it was a really good programme. It was uh, in the 70s called Some Mothers Do Have Them. And uh, it was a very, very funny, about this couple. And he, re- he used to wear a sort of Mac, didn't he? Yeah, and, and a, beret. a beret. He did and all his own stunts as well. Yeah, yeah. fantastic. Very, Everything very would funny. go wrong for him. Yeah, yeah. a married oh. couple and a little baby. And, uh, oh, Frank! You know. Michael Crawford Michael. and Michelle Detrice. Yes, very that's good. right. Yeah. Really good show. Nice. Anyway, you should look it up on YouTube. It's very funny. You'll quite like it, actually. Definitely do that. You especially, know she's not going to. Especially the bit where he's hanging off the back bumper of a Morris Minor mm. over a cliff edge. Oh, and he was, so he good. That. And the roller skates on the bus and everything. Yeah, oh, really good. Yeah, they don't make them like that anymore. No. They don't, do they, Agnes? No, definitely no. not. No, no. You enjoying that? Mm. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> not going to wear out of her for the rest of the night now. She's You're sucking, sucking on a Pringle. It. <laughs> sucking it because of your teeth. Aye, I know, I know. So anyway, yes. Shall we go to? How was your day? How was your day? Well, it's funny that you brought up uh, Frank Spencer there actually, because I was watching uh, uh, on YouTube a series of programs which I used to watch in the eighties. Uh, with now, what was his name? The actor Simon Callow. Oh and it yes. It was a comedy show called Chance in a Million. And we were talking about then how Frank Spencer, uh, things went wrong for him. Uh, Tom Chance was the character in this sitcom. And his, <laughs> everything, any any chance of anything going wrong, potentially, uh, is what the whole focus of the, the, the sitcom was about. Even where he ended up meeting his girlfriend, who played by Brenda Blethyn. Uh, as well, the, the chance of meeting her was an accident as well. He was meant to be meeting someone else. She was meant to be see, meeting someone else. And it's a whole set of coincidences that all go wrong all throughout the series. And chance in a million, if you get the chance, 
plays uh, plays out brilliantly. So there oh, you go. All right, chance in a million. Yeah, I'll give that a go. Com- isn't it strange how a lot of those old sort of st- older sitcoms, the seventies, eighties, and uh, probably not as many in the nineties, but certainly seventies and eighties, would you know now you can watch. Mm. And they still work. Yes. And the 60s as well. I mean, I, I, you know, one of my favourites, no secret, is, is Randall and Hopkirk. I love Randall yeah. and Hopkirk. I, ha- I, I loved it when I was a kid. I loved the reruns. And, and, and you yeah, know, I've just managed to record all the ones that have been on the telly recently, the whole series. And I can just watch them over and over again. Because they still work. It's yeah, fun. Yeah, absolutely. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to scream. Right. You what the... are you doing in there? What are you doing? Mother! It's like fucking the dog, isn't Hello. it? Not fucking the dog. <laughs> I mean, it's like the fucking dog. When you, it'll be chewing something. You say, Chris, what are you like doing? Chris, it's like talking to the it'll dead. Stop. It'll just stop. And Mother. she just stopped. Answer me. You've got me now. All I can hear is pups clattering and you're washing off. There's a bloody radio show here. It's just a nigger. She's just walking. Niggers. 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 Oh, Miss Jones. Oh, oh. Yeah. Yeah. And the best episode is when, when they think there's a ghost in the house. Oh, amazing. That is a very funny. Anyway, this isn't about how was your day. Well, that was, was my day watching uh, some old episodes on YouTube of, of Chance in a Million. I recommend anybody look it up. Okay, how Good. was your day? It was all right. I went shopping. Oh, right? did you? What did I you got, buy? I got well, did you? What did I buy you? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, I got a suitcase and some thread. All for the uh, so it's trip. Your way back home again. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, um, and I actually have to say something now. Oh God, ladies! I don't know if you've already said it, Ma. You might have done, but ladies, when you go out in public, please don't wear thin leggings. Oh my God! Because I swear this. to God, the amount of asses I saw today through through thin fabric was ridiculous it made me want to be sick because i can only imagine the amount of chafing the sweating that's going on and you can see it all oh. that's me done and that's just glenn in the morning yeah. <laughs> what was uh, what could you see particularly uh, like no, glenn label, will, labels glenn will get excited so don't yeah. describe it in too much detail the listen might be interested to know yeah just ass cheeks there it was go. just awful and, and, and maybe a couple of labels maybe a thong or two oh. it's know. funny you should say that that Mary, because I was going to call you Glenn then. Oh, it's funny you should <laughs> say that. Me. Uh, no. uh, because um, in my day today, um, I saw. A you saw cy- something on a seesaw. I did. <laughs> I saw um, a cyclist, and I've seen this a few times. In fact, we filmed one in we Manchester. Did, yeah. Bending over, going for it, pumping away, and all you saw was his bare ass, naked ass cheeks through incredibly thin lycra. Oh what the? And all I, I have to say, I wanted to lean over and slap his ass. As to be fair, past. with cyclists, I want to lean over and do that when they're just dressed normally. I mean, why would a, a cyclist care about what they're wearing when they don't give a shit about the rules of the road or any other road user but themselves? Yeah. I don't mind normal cyclists. Your everyday cyclists. It's the ones, the competitive ones that wear the go faster helmets that have an actual, they go to a point at the back. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I just think, no, don't do that. Yeah, Stop but, it. But it's the ones that are on country lanes. You're driving along. We need in a country here. lane. Do, but but they, they insist on going two abreast, which in my day was illegal. If a copper saw you two abreast, he'd actually stop you and say, right, get in, single file. Single file. 
which forces the cars to either slow down or overtake on dangerous corners because on these tiny little roads that they use and they're all fair weather idiots anyway because they won't do it in the winter they only do it in the summer when some cycling's on the telly oh yeah I'm 56 stone but I'm going to wear some fucking lycra and a stupid hat and I'm going to look like I'm fucking Lance Armstrong and yeah and all all they do is they drive along there and literally if you go past any of them and you're within 10 foot all you hear is wanker <laughs> fuck off just to let all of you know, all those cyclists who do that, you're wankers. <laughs> all the ones who are just normal cyclists and just do what we all do when we're on a bike, and I ride a bike every now and then, is you just you just do it normally. You you you, you look out for one another. Yeah, you don't own the road. You don't, yeah, when it's let you, vehicles pass you. You pay no insurance, no road tax, and no fucking MOT on your bike. So just fuck it. and then they get upset when they get knocked off by a lorry because they're overtaken on the inside. Fucking grow up. Well, there we go. We've had a rant. <laughs> we have. We needed Rick's Rick. Absence, yeah. I mean, yeah. Rick's Rick out here. If Rick was Do you know here. what? I wonder if I've been possessed by Rick. <gasps> oh, yeah. 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 You might well have been. So that was my day. I just wanted to slap a cyclist's ass. Well, there we are then. How was your day, Mr. BT? Well, as you know, we had a little bit of a problem because last week, as a lot of people um, have commented on um, on social media, is um, my new car. Well, mm. my old car, my 1957 uh, MGA. Mm-hmm. Um, we had a little issue trying to start it, didn't we? Mm. Well, didn't I? <laughs> the C word was shouted a few times. Yeah, Claire, who's yeah. <laughs> the person I brought it off of. No, Spanners were thrown. Mm. Lots of expletives, and I just left him to it. A bit it. like this podcast. Yeah, exactly. I was going to say, that, that, no, that was her just before she left me to it. <laughs> right, yeah. okay. No, oh, yeah. the, the, the trouble was, it was, um, um, yeah, she wouldn't start. And so, unfortunately, I still love her. Still For love now. her very much. But uh, she just wouldn't start. So um, there you go. I don't Seven know days in, is she still a keeper? Oh, she's still a keeper. She'll be with me for the rest of my life. Oh, okay. um, yeah, right. <laughs> she'll be with me for the rest of my life. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> I've got to say it was touch and go today earlier when she wouldn't start. Yep. But I got her started in the end. And it was only an HT. <laughs> you don't know what do you? No, I don't care either. Well, if you mini, you would. Yeah, that's true. No, I just rely on you. <laughs> that's a difference. You're my mechanic. And is it, how was your day? Uh, I think I mentioned my day. You have. Sorry. <laughs> We're that bored. I know. She, no, she's that know, bored I go, of no, you. I go round the table and I lose track of... Uh, what? TV. Oh, that's right. So, yeah. No, it's because there wasn't a particular story with it. It was about you watching a television yeah, program. Yeah, it was great. It was for nostalgia reasons. It yeah, was all right. Get, yeah, we've done that yeah. already. Get off. <laughs> <laughs> Agnes, how was your day? Oh, well, I lost an arm today. I'm sorry. You lost an arm? An arm, yeah. You've got both of them right there. What's going on? What are you talking about? I lost my spectacles. I only got them in January. Oh, dear. Anyway, moving on. (laughs) (laughs) How was your day, Mother? Uh, I didn't do anything today except binge-watched. Binge watch what? Binge watched. I watched 90 Day Fiancé. Absolutely. What's that shit? <laughs> Absolutely fabulous it was. Really enjoyed it. I've no idea. But <laughs> it was just so good. Yeah. Um, on um, 
Discovery Plus, oh, is it? 90 Day Fiancé, absolutely wonderful. It's where people get Yeah, they've engaged. got 90 days to get married. They've come from other countries and they've, they've never met each other, but yeah. they get engaged um, and then they've got 90 days to change To try and get a green card. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's called online dating, That's isn't it? it. Yeah. yeah, I guess it is, yeah. yeah. Wow. Yeah, it was really good. Oh, yeah. that that? No, don't start you two chatting away. Chatting away. Has everybody done their days? Yes, that's right. I and that's so. it. I think we can get Will out of the cupboard now. Corresponding corner. Another message from another caller. Corresponding caller. Leave a message and we might get back to you. Good job, Will. Uh, would you like to read the first email? My God, that looks a big one. I'm sure you can give it a good go. <laughs> oh. Get your mouth around that. Ooh, I say. <laughs> I right. need to say nothing more. <laughs> Right, this is from Becky Price. Hello, uh, Becky Price. Hello, hi, guys. Price is right. Hope all is well and you've had a fantastic week. I have to say, I'm loving the weekly podcast. So after listening to your previous toilet talk, I thought I should tell you my story. It all began last Thursday, the day before... My, can we have a bit of music underneath this, please? Yes. Thank you, Glenneth. Put it in now. It all began last Thursday, the day before my birthday. My friend said she was taking me to lunch to celebrate. Hang and after on, a fact... That music is shit. Can we have something else? I can't anymore for copyright reasons. Oh, OK. Come on. My friend said she was taking me to lunch to celebrate, and after a fab lunch and lots of giggles, we left. Driving along, my stomach dropped, and I thought, hmm, we could be in trouble here. So I told her I would have to use her loo before I left. Let's just say, after a very loose drop-off and ten tonnes of room spray, I left her house. On the way home, I remembered I had to water my friend's plants as they were away. I unlocked the gate and skipped around the garden merrily until it happened again. Only this time the urgency was very real. With no key to the house, I started to panic. I ran out of the gate, knowing I wouldn't make it home, and with blind panic setting in, I unlocked the car in search of something, anything. All I could find at this point is a carrier bag. <laughs> I grabbed it, and by this point, with clenched butt cheeks, went back to the garden. Where do I? Where did I do the deed? Looking round the garden, I spotted a gap between two sheds. So I went for it, and by God, the explosion was like nothing I'd ever experienced. It was like Vesuvius erupting all over again. With no loo roll, I had to drag my knickers and trousers up and mince my way to the car. After depositing my shit into five other bags, <laughs> and eventually in the bin, I did what I had to do to clean up, when suddenly my fiance pipes up and says I bet they have cameras cameras? really? <laughs> I casually rang my friend and asked how they were getting on and dropped in the question um, so do you have any cameras in your garden? she replied you two haven't been shagging in my garden have you? no I said and realised <laughs> no I said and realised that would have sounded better than the real reason her next question you didn't shit in my garden did you? why? her mind went straight to shit I just don't know hmm technically I shit in a carrier bag but yes in the garden after what seemed like 10 minutes of her and her husband pissing themselves laughing yes I was on loudspeaker she then says why she didn't why didn't you go into the house to which I replied because I didn't have a key this next sentence actually made me cry laughing you bloody did the key to the gate is the key to the house she's since made me reenact the scene several times for her own amusement big love to you all <laughs> Becky Price thank oh, you Becky. I like Becky Becky and her oversharing <laughs> well that's that's wonderful, isn't it? That's great. What would we do without the plastic bag? I know they're horrendous things. We complained about them last oh, podcast. Oh, we, we did complain about them. They should all be banned. But 
it wouldn't be the same with a paper bag, no, would well, it? <laughs> yeah, but then again, a tough paper bag, the whole thing's biodegradable, so you could have chucked it anywhere. That's very true, and the Morrison's is a biodegradable bag, so if you're ever cut short, always make sure you have a Morrison's paper bag so you can shit in that round of applause for Morrison's paper bag. Yeah. Yay! Oh, Shall I read the next one? By all means. Hey, it's Sarah from Sunny Teesside. Don't take the piss, man. Someone's got to live here. Just <laughs> hey, watching... Hey, my dad's from Teesside. Oh, so, yeah, but we love your dad. Just watching well, the old... Well, we still love him. I know, we still love him, don't so, we? Uh, just sat watching the old episodes and Rick is on. All I keep thinking about is Rick beating his meat before his mum gets home. Ha <laughs> ha. I literally feel like the female version of Rick. I'm howling at his rants, knowing fine well that someone, something I'd say. Keep up the good work, Rick. Love listening to you all. Lots of love, Sarah Calvert. There you go. How weird, the lads. How weird, ma'am. Uh, got an email here from... Oh, my goodness me, this is an epic Go, one. go, Glenn. This is three pages long uh, from Amy Barnett. Here we go, are you ready? Yes. We're Roger. Dear everybody. Roger. I might paraphrase in parts. Uh, I hope you're all keeping well. I'm so glad you've decided to do weekly podcasts. I live for them every week and often have a spree in my step as I leave work on a Thursday knowing that I've got an evening of full throttle belly laughs and pissy pants to look forward to. <laughs> I can't believe you read out another email about my damaged vagina. You know, the one that's been <laughs> annihilated by the demon Nair cream. Oh and then God. the plastic splinters from a children's inflatable boat. Yes. So I thought it, I would is try... It wrong? Is it wrong that I want to see... Her vagina. Yes. Is it yeah. wrong? Yes. Yeah. Out there. That's really weird. Uh, she says, face. She looked like she's sucking on a lemon. <laughs> she says, I thought I would try my luck with the third and final instalment, for now, of the adventures of Amy's axe wound. <laughs> this one involves my poor little flower being scalded by a pair of hair straighteners. Although the wound actually covered more of my arse this time. What the hell were you doing with hair straighteners? She's got hairy arse. (laughs) She sat on them. I think you might be onto something. Them for anal. No, Carl. Perhaps I could rename the trilogy "The Adventures of Amy's Arsehole and Axe Wound." It's got a nice ring to it, don't you think? I see what she did there when she said ring. Uh, It was a sunny April morning, April fourth to be exact. For my birthday the previous day, my parents have very kindly gifted me a brand new pair of high-end air straighteners hair straighteners the kind that have ceramic plates that heat from zero to 200 celsius that's the core of the fucking earth uh, in just 30 seconds that night i set my alarm a few minutes earlier so that i could get up before work and test them out sure enough at 6 45 a.m my alarm goes off I stagger out of bed and unbox the beauties, plug them in and place them on the corner of my bed, quickly throw on some underwear, changing out my PJs, I didn't sleep naked, uh, and then head downstairs to put the kettle on. Now, for the past 15 years, my dad had been telling me never to leave the straighteners on the bed or the rug or any soft furnishings. And you'd think that common sense as an almost 30-year-old would prevail, but apparently not. I came back upstairs and, without thinking, plonked myself down on the corner of the bed. The pain wasn't immediate. It actually took a few seconds of my flesh sizzling to realise what the fuck was happening. I leapt off the bed, ripping the red-hot instruments from my skin, screaming at the top of my lungs. The smell of burning flesh and sin-spewing hair filled the room and tears immediately streamed down my face. I jumped around the room for a few minutes, struggling not to bite through my bottom lip or pass out from the pain. (laughs) 
and found myself on all fours on the floor with my ass up in the air. I composed myself somewhat and tried to think logically about how to soothe these hard-to-reach burns. I ran myself a cold bath and got in. The relief was amazing. There I sat for about 20 minutes, blissfully unaware of the liquid-filled blisters that were growing beneath the water's oh, surface. Oh, my God. As I got out, I caught a glimpse in the mirror of the huge blisters and open wounds that were now appearing on various parts of my oh. nether regions. One rectangular burn from my arse cheek up to my lower back and another between my <gasps> legs and the tip just scored, touching my right lip. Oh. I know this whole scenario may be hard to visualise so I have included a hand-drawn diagram to avoid <laughs> any <laughs> Let's see. I didn't print that off. <laughs> I had no choice but to try and get dressed as I now really I was really late for work as I pulled on the underwear the scratchy hem scraped against the blister and my eyes once again filled with tears I persevered and attempted to pull on some jeans brave and stupid at the same time but I couldn't bear it I couldn't get dressed I was sweating like a blind lesbian at a fish market I was (laughs) late I was late I was late for work my knee straighteners were snapped in two and I had leaking blisters the size of the fucking world on my arse and flaps what did she do next I hear you ask what What did did she she do next well the answer is something that I don't recommend anyone else do if they find themselves in this unfortunate situation I rang my boss cried and screamed down the phone and like any good boss would she came round to my house sprayed my arsehole with burn spray and took me to the hospital in nothing but a dressing gown where my second degree arse burn was treated and dressed by a lovely man called Dr Perish (laughs) and I got in with a life threatening injury I'm not sure I'd appreciated his name so much strangely my boss handed in her notice two weeks later though she assured me it wasn't anything to do with my fried vagina as I'm still single, who knows why, I would like to point out for the purpose of any potential future love interest that my fanny is now fully restored to its previous state, and although it's now a little hairier than it used to be because I'm too terrified to nair myself, it's still back in full working order. Uh, lots of love from Amy Barnett with the perfectly normal vagina in Buckinghamshire. P.S. Have you ever played the game Cards Against Humanity? A yes. uh, nickname the party game for horrible people. Uh, yes, we have. Uh, P.P.S. What do you call a rooster standing in front of some lettuce? No idea. Chicken Caesar salad. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. So you know what, when that, when that girl actually gives birth, she's gonna. It's gonna seem easy for her. The oh pain is just gonna God. be like, oh, yeah. that wasn't bad. This next email comes from Rob and Colette. Hello to all the team and four-legged mascots. Hello, Rob. Hi, Rob. Hello, Hello Colette. Hello, Colette. Hello, Colette. Colette. Having travelled from the Midlands to the Lake District, oh, they could have been there with you guys oh, last yes. week. Um, yeah. For our friends' nuptials, we listened to the podcast all the way. Thanks to the roadworks, it was a hell of a long journey. Anyway, we were staying in an 18th century inn, which Colette, my partner, thought must be haunted. I passed this off as, as I just didn't get that sort of vibe from it until the last morning. With Reg still fresh in my my mind and my missus going on about ghosts, who should appear? It was only Spermy. (laughs) He also brought a little (laughs) bridge with him. I'm not sure... (laughs) 
<laughs> I'm not sure if Reg was in Lake Oswater on Thursday, but seeing spermie come on my plate gave me a fright. I can tell you. I've attached the pictures of proof he was joining us for breakfast. All the very best. Can't wait to see Carlos Stewart in October at Shrewsbury Prison. And there is a picture on the plate? of a fried breakfast. And there's beans, mushrooms, <laughs> and there is a poached egg in the shape of a sperm. It does look like <laughs> some. Some big gigantic one. It does. Yeah. Spermies yeah. there. Actually, it looks like a, an uninflated oh. balloon. It does. It? Yeah. 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 There you go. Brilliant picture. Thank Amazing. you for sharing with us. More, please. And uh, now it's time to see if our mothers can get the mouth round another word. Oh, excellent. It's Agnes and Angela's word definitions in mums and words. Mary. Okay. Right, this word is from Gemma Smith in Staffordshire. She says, Hi all, hope you're well and enjoying the white chocolate fingers I passed on on to Yvette for you all to share. That's right. What's this? Oh, yeah. Oh, I forgot. I didn't make it. Sorry, no. I didn't make it. White chocolate fingers and Yvette don't go far. No. I'm so sorry. <laughs> you, you've scoffed Shh, don't the tell lot, my mother. You? Don't tell my mother. Okay, could you oh. have bought some today, I know. Oh, God, thanks, Gemma. <laughs> <laughs> Gemma dobbed you in it then. Yeah. I've come across a term that made me chuckle and I would love to hear the mothers trying to fathom out what it means. The word... <laughs> Just see what's going on. Go on. The word is seagulling. <laughs> seagulling. Seagulling. Is it rude? Well, yes. Yes. Although it wasn't last time, was it? No. It wasn't seagull. last time. Seagulling. Seagull. It yeah. has nothing to do with a seagull, does it? <laughs> Correct. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely nothing. Seagulling. You do this. You just repeat the word over and over oh, and over yeah. again. You have to be inventive. Come on. Um, Seagulling. We can't be like that. Gliding in some way. Yeah, but it's it's supposed to be rude. Yeah, I know, but um, I'm gliding. You, you start with that, you can go anywhere. Um, <laughs> Seagulling. Think about what seagulls might do. Well, they poo, well, don't they? They, well, do. oh, right, okay. they have right, no yeah. sphinxter. <laughs> I don't know what. Sphinxster. 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 A finkster. Finkster. A spinkster. They have nothing do to do with that. Uh, yeah, a sphinkster. A sphinkster. No! Oh my god, I'm saying a sphinkster. It is a finkster. A sphinkster. So what do they do? Well, they don't. They, they do a lot of that, don't they? Yes. They don't have one. They're like pigeons. Or any bird, right. for that matter. Or any bird, really, yeah. But anyway, it's nothing to do with the seagull, you said. <laughs> no, but what were you actually were you describing from the seagull? That, that it was pooing. So it's something right. to, they're not, somebody's not doing that and parceling up and sending it off to someone, because we've had that, haven't we? <laughs> actually quite a good That's what you do for the doctors, isn't <laughs> it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You get a vet to send that. it for you. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's nothing not that, no, that nothing though. to do with that either. So I really am. Describe perhaps what seagull poo might look like. It's white, it's white spermy. Yeah. Spermy. Right. Spermy. Okay, then. Right, spermy. Yeah. That's what it's like. Right, go so, on, so, go, so go from there. Yeah. Seagulling. So what is seagulling? Yeah, right. Well, it's spermy. Somebody's doing something to somebody and it's letting yeah. them. And then it goes. And it. Get sperm. But what's, what's happening with. God, it's so difficult. What, what Come on, Agnes. I, we can't think about things like <laughs> yes, that. You, you did last week. 
There we go. Word to your mothers. Thank you very much, Gemma Smith in Staffordshire. There we go. Keep them coming in, people. Hello at anytimepodcast.com. That's hello at anytimepodcast.com. Hello at anytimepodcast.com. The mothers kind of got it right this week, but will they get it right next week? To wait and see, won't we? Uh, Now it's time for a game of What's That Noise? (gasps) What's that noise? 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 Tell us the answers, girls and boys. Uh, so, Alan Thompson in Western Supermare goes first. He says, hi, guys. Me and my better half, Susan, are long-time listeners, first-time emailers, also avid puzzle solvers, and we reckon we have got your mystery sound worked out. Go is on, it then. something? Is it someone setting up a mouse trap? Let's listen to the noise. doesn't match with the clues you were saying you, last week, does it? You've mixed up a few mouse traps in your life, haven't you? Yeah, but you never let me put them up. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know? Your flat. Oh, for <laughs> goodness sake. I can see actually where they're getting that from. Yes, it's quite a springy is that, noise, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. it's a yeah, yeah. springy thing, and you've got many springy I have got many, noise. many springy things. Yeah, OK, it's not the right answer, though, on oh, this occasion. sorry, but keep emailing us in. What, is it Agnes? Hello. Come on. Say it. Go on, girl. Hello. At. At. Any time. You could have heard the noise of my teeth. Oh my god. Click it, click it, Hello. Hello at anytimepodcast.com. Well Donna Wilson. Donna Wilson in Ayrshire says, uh, I've been doing my best to catch up on all your podcasts, so hope I've not missed someone guessing the correct answer on what's that sound or what's that noise. Is it the sound of the game of Jaws being used? You know, that bit of the lower part of the shark's mouth that uses an elastic band to snap shut. That's very clever. It is very clever, but it's wrong. It's not right. (laughs) Sorry, Donna. And Lauren Woodhouse in Nottingham says, Greetings, cheesy ballers. The mystery noise has had us all scratching our heads for ages, but I think I know the answer. Is it the sound of a deck chair spring when you open or close the deck chair? 
metallic spring noise. Yeah, it does involve a metallic spring. You're quite but right, it's but it's not, not that. No, sorry. Keep the emails coming in once again. It is go to hello. Hello, any time. <laughs> <laughs> At hello at <laughs> hello at anytimepodcast.com. Yay! <laughs> and in all the excitement of Agnes getting that right occasionally. Oh my god! Hey. I can hear a car coming <gasps> the driveway. Oh my goodness! Oh, I love this part. <laughs> <laughs> overgrown chlamydia bush. But who is it? I hear you cry. Who is it? But who is it? Who is it? I've no fecking idea. Let's hope our sharper than a boy scout whittling knife detective Miss Tarpley and her surgically challenged husband Dr. Driscoll can find out. We join them where we left them under Miss Tarpley's big overgrown pungent bush. has been dead for quite some time. Maybe he was dumped here whilst we were enjoying our coach trip to Rill and back again. I think you're quite right, my lover. He... <laughs> I know I embarrass you with that phrase. He does look familiar, though. His face looks rather boiled and blue. Hmm. Hmm. Where have I seen him before? Check his clothes for ID. We may be in luck. Hmm. Not there. Well, all right, to the left a bit. Yes. Perfect. Now there's more room in his pocket. You're not just a pretty face with a tight pair of... Nicky nacky noo. Oh, now, um, um, now's not the time, my love. I know dead bodies do something to you, but you really must keep control of yourself. Sorry, my dear, down boy. Ah, I've got it. I think I know who the blighter is. Ooh. Why do I keep hearing strange voices shouting out? Very odd. I think I need to give myself another lobotomy. The dead body is none other. Then... I know what you mean. I keep hearing suspenseful music. How odd. Anyhow, who is this smelly old corpse? It's none of that than David Dickinson. Dun, dun, dun! Oh, my! Someone has killed him and planted the body on us. My love, we've been... I feel at this moment in time that we have no other option but to make a run for it. Both of you, freeze. Drop the secateurs and hands off the truss. Put your hands above your heads and turn towards us slowly. Put your knees together. And your legs astride. Put your left leg in and left leg out. Now, both of you, in, out, and if you can, shake it all about. 
Madam, your trust seems to be coming away. Oh my goodness, so our heroes have been framed for murder. Join us next week as we find out what happens to our fearless crime-fighting duo as they try to clear their names of the pungent, big bush 1970s Clematis murder! Get out of it. Yes, oh, me they too. Will. Oh, they definitely, they definitely do will. it. Who would you see? David Dickinson was obviously murdered on his boat. That's right. And then very quickly, the body is taken. Somebody must have known where they lived, Miss yeah, Tobin, Doctor Driscoll. That's scary. Yeah, what you've got to remember, what you've got to remember is. Does anyone care? <laughs> <laughs> I care. No, police care. No, 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 not about. Obviously, um, Doctor Driscoll, Miss Tarpley, we care about. But if David Dickinson was murdered, would anyone? Uh, I, I see where you're going with this. I, I, would not... the police go? <sighs> asked. <laughs> I don't know. I'm just saying. Would, would the public go? <sighs> asked. <laughs> Agnes who, would. Who knows? She gets very upset. She loves David Dickinson. Oh, <laughs> she says with her arm up her back. She does, yeah, yeah, yeah. What's what that ringing? A phone's ringing somewhere. Whose phone is that? Whose oh, phone my. is that? No, it's not mine. It's mine. Oh, answer it, answer it, answer it. It's Reg Corker. <gasps> Why is Reg ringing you? It's... His pocket dialed us. Oh my god, Listen, 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 listen. Don't these people look at themselves in the fucking mirror before they come out? I saw more of her vagina than she fucking has with a big fucking camel's clamp. It is a shithole here, isn't it? Some of it is a shithole. The scouts there. There's a bank. The bank. Yeah. <laughs> 
somebody drops kids for a fucking living. I don't fucking know. Fucking sad. Right, yeah, and you, you fucker. I fucking hate this place and the people in it. I fucking hate fucking... I fucking hate university. Fucking there's no one here that could go to university and find the fucking thing in these... The way they do these roads. Diverted traffic. Fucking twats. Fucking I want the pure. I need to go back to the pure. The entrance to fucking what? There's nothing there. Fucking entrance to that. Will he be getting rid of Diddy? Dun dun dun! Dun 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 for Diddy! Dun dun Diddy! Let's do it all together! Dun dun Diddy! And on that bombshell, we'll leave it there. Yeah, until next week! Lots of love, take care of yourself, stay safe, we love you! Bye! on traveling this summer? Make saving at the pump part of your plans with two times the fuel points from Harris Teeter. It's easy. Download your eVic coupon and for every dollar you spend with your Vic card, you'll get two fuel points. That's up to $1 per gallon on quality fuel at participating BP and Harris Teeter fuel centers. Download your eVic coupon today and save money at the pump all summer long with eVic and Harris Teeter fuel points. Your favorite band's about to play a sold-out show, and you definitely got tickets. And drinks. Now hurry and make it back to your spot. Pass this person, and that person, about 20 more. Ooh, watch out for feet. Hey. Just keep going. A little further. Oh, there's your friend. Over here. Right where you want to be. Close enough to see the set list. And they're definitely playing your song. When you're with Amex, it's not if it's going to happen, but when. American Express. Don't live life without it. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. 
That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns.